When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. And this is the podcast where comedians drink uh, beverages and talk about yeah. wild, crazy, wacky stuff. We're not drinking beers anymore? No, we're drinking beers. <laughs> okay, I was like, this making, is a beer. Making, sure. uh, making conspiracies fun again. That's, that's right. What, that's what our job is. Yeah. And today... Super excited to talk about the gay lore conspiracy. Gay lord or gay, gay lore? No oh, D. Oh. Gay lore. Oh, okay, yeah. Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. It is related to uh, gay gay stuff, but it's, oh, okay. it's so fun. Sure, you okay. guys are gonna you guys are gonna love it. Okay, uh, and uh, you'll also love it if you join our pay. We would love it if you joined. Our, yeah, our, go to Patreon, mm-hmm. find us, subscribe. It's like five bucks a month. Yeah, it's pretty good. But we love you guys. Yeah. And uh, if you would join, uh, if you're not already, you'll get some. You get a bonus episode every week. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, they're rad. Um, we are very excited for our guest today. She is originally from uh, rural North Carolina, mm. but then uh, studied acting and found her way to Chicago, where she was uh, a part of Second City for four years, I think, maybe longer, six years. I don't know. She'll tell us. Then she did stand-up comedy, did Just for Laughs in Chicago for four years straight, and now is a staple of the New York comedy scene tours all over the country. Mm. Please welcome to the show, Allie Clayton. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I'll give you a beer crack since she already started. There we go. Oh, yeah. I have my non-alcoholic beer. Very proud. That's good. And Allie also, if uh, we'll mention this again at the end, but she's she's the host of a really great podcast called Y'all Gay. It's Y'all Gay? Y'all that's Gay. That's what question mark <laughs> in Y'all it. Gay? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's funny because in the South, because uh, I think part of your your act the the story is like growing up as a as a gay woman in the rural south yeah and well i didn't know i was gay and for like a really long i didn't know you could be gay and have long hair you thought that being <laughs> gay was a was a visual a look yes like Katie very Lang. much so right yes. yeah she was yeah so you looked like a, a sort of typical Carolina girl. Yeah, I was like, I think about titters 24-7, but <laughs> I like to wear my hair in a braid, so I guess right. not. <laughs> what is that? Like like a, what's a, what's, because like a tomboy is a boyish girl. I, I think that term has also kind of fallen out of favor yeah, too. So. Mm-hmm. But what's that? What is there a term in gay culture for a- uh, For like what I am? Yeah. I would, femme. Femme. Okay, mm-hmm. just yeah. femme. Okay. Like femme, and then, you know, there's more mass, there's butch. But I think I kind of like, kind of go in between. Like I don't wear dresses every day or something. Like yesterday, I was yeah. wearing a basketball jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does it get confusing with all the segmentation of the gay uh, experience? It is, it's a lot to keep up with. How I don't understand how or why you would like be able to do that. Yeah, it's it's um, 
and even me, like I'm, I'm 36. And so there's news and having a podcast and having, you know, mm-hmm. Gen Z and stuff, listening to the pod and mm-hmm. like writing in, I'm like, Oh, I didn't know. I couldn't say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I learn every right. day something I'm oh, not supposed to be yeah. saying. Oh, yeah, right. It's gotta be tough. That's yeah. half the time I'm on the pod. They're like, yeah, that's not. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Hey, don't. I'm, I'm gay too. Like, <laughs> I'm, why are you fighting yeah. me? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's always a, ch- my daughter, my 13 year old daughter, who's, uh, Still figuring out who she is. Yeah. Um, she's the one that always checks me. Like, yeah. you can't say that, Dad. And I'm like, yeah. wait, when did that happen? Right, yeah. I was like, okay. So, yeah. yeah my mom cannot, uh, my co-host, co-host <laughs> Ever Maynard, is uh, non-binary, so they, them pronouns. And my mom is obsessed with Ever, and they write very sexy messages on Instagram to each other. Oh. Well, let's see. My mom writes very sexy messages and then ever just responds. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, and, but my mom has just gone to just call an ever he. Right. It's like, I hope you know this is going to be your new stepdaddy. Yeah. And I'm like, actually, ever loves it. So that's, that's <laughs> it's, it's fun. I'll be like, so they were doing this and my mom's like, I'm just talking about ever. Who right. are you talking right. about? And I'm like, Ever. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to explain it to you. Yeah. yeah. I think once you hit a certain age, it's like, I'm not going to try to figure I, this I, out. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. There'll be something when I'm 70 that I'm like, you know what? I know that's the right way to do it, but I just, yeah. I'm not yeah. changing. I think our brains just like harden. So it's like you can't even yeah. change when you get real old. I don't know. I think, I do, I do think that like they're, the problem with like canceling words or phrases is not when you say them and you, and there's there's no intent to harm behind it. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. the the people that dig in the hardest are the people that do intend to harm by it. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah. like if you call someone a tomboy and then like you know actually that's not that's a that word is rooted in a uh, uh, a really antiquated mm-hmm. view of how women should look. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that. I just you know I I yeah. never knew that. Thank you. Yeah. And that's yeah. you know then you don't say it anymore. I didn't know that. You just told me. Yeah, I think that's really? yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. It, like. People think that like you're you're prescribing this idea that uh, that she this young girl looks so masculine that she's not even a girl anymore. Right, she's yeah. wearing blue. What right. the fuck? Yeah, like <laughs> right. So in that sense, like if you if you don't, but people that say it, no, I'll say whatever the hell I, I'll call them whatever the hell oh, I yeah. want to call. Oh, them. Don't yeah. tell me yeah. not to use a racial slur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. That's what I think about all these cancel okay. stuff. I don't mind it. What year were you were you born, Allie? Nineteen eighty six. Oh, this is great because uh, in nineteen eighty nine, the music sensation Taylor Swift was born. Uh, she is a music icon. Oh, you- they're about to come after y'all. <laughs> the Swifties. My girlfriend is. Yeah. My girlfriend has a really great podcast called Diking Out, and um, oh yeah, they've the Swifties men. Yeah. Well, do you know what the Gaylor theory is about Taylor Swift? Go ahead, tell me about well, it. Well, it is awesome. So, um, so do you like Taylor? Love her. I, I love Taylor Swift. Uh, I mean, as far as like, <laughs> love her. So this is great. <laughs> You're gonna love this theory. Um, she released her first album in let's say 2006, I believe. Okay. Um, I which, saw her open for Brad Paisley when she oh, first. Oh wow! So, so right. So yeah. that's important nice. because uh, if you know Brad Paisley or you know uh, Taylor Swift's early music, it was country music. Mm-hmm. She was a country music star. She sold you know, her early albums. I, I think her first six albums all sold a million within the first week. She's the first person to ever do that. Um, she, and then and then the one thing that she did, I mean, she's won like 11 Grammys now. Yeah. 
But one of the things that she did that not everyone has been able to do is make that transition from country music to pop music. Yeah. And and that's 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 a pretty now she's I think more known as a pop singer sure. mm-hmm. who used to sing country, but she sort of blends the genres a bit. In and it. even like her early country stuff kind of blended it, well, it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. You know, they called it country pop, mm-hmm. right? Pop country. They so. couldn't come up with a better name. No, for that. no, that's <laughs> nor <laughs> the the theory Gaylor is the worst uh, yeah, name okay. either. But there's a reason why it's called okay. that. Um, now the other thing about Taylor Swift that is important, I think, is that her public image is somewhat meticulous compared to maybe other pop divas that you can think of. Mm. Like Miley Cyrus has had controversy after controversy yeah. Yeah. in her career. Uh, you know, the, the free Britney, Britney Spears is sort of meltdown. Like I said, Taylor Swift is like the, the, the opposite of all these things. She yeah. is like, like some, one reporter called her like uh, uh, a reporter's dream. Like she's so nice. She's so polite. She's America's sweetheart. Impossible not to like. Now, that in June of 2019, this theory started to emerge called gay lore about her. Mm. And the gist of the theory is that Taylor Swift this entire time has secretly been bisexual and dating her best friend. Oh, which, which uh, friend? Uh, is her You're name like, Kayla? I know all her friends. Kay- okay. Kayla, is that her name? Okay. Um, I haven't. Because it's also been said that like, Cara Delevingne, mm-hmm. very famous model. Carly Kloss. Carly Kloss, also a famous mos- model. Uh, well, her she is best friends with Carly Kloss, mm. and there's there's a there's even like K, they call them Kalor sites, which are dedicated to Carly, and, and all they are are just pictures of Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss looking like way more mm. than friends. Okay, yeah. right now th- this this started in um. 2019, when she released the song, You Need to Calm Down, mm-hmm. she released it in June, so during Pride Month. And I've, I've never seen the video, but the video is full of gay icons. Like oh, yeah. Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, Adam Lamb. Cool, I mean, I've seen it. You're in the video. All the, all the queer icons. RuPaul. RuPaul's in it. Hannah Hart. Yes. It's, La- Laverne Cox. But I think what that video was a bit more about was Taylor. And if, I don't know if you guys have watched Taylor's documentary. No, I no, not. no. See, this is what, this is how the pot always works out. We have someone on, I don't really plan for it. And then they turn out to be perfect. Um, so Taylor was always like made to like, because also being more so in the country genre coming up to, like couldn't speak out about gay rights, couldn't speak out about it's, how she yes. felt politically about things. Correct. And so that song and like when she did that album was kind of her finally being like, fuck you, I'm going to say how I feel about things. Yes. And like it, and basically showing whether or not she's bi or not, like showing her support for the gay community. That, that, sure. that, mm-hmm. it, yes, I think it's unapologetically announced herself as sort of an, an ally to the yeah. LGBTQ community with that. She made a huge donation to GLAAD, G-L-A-A-D, which is a, an LGBTQ rights organization at the same time. But the, but the people who believe in gay lore, they're like, yes, 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 we get that. But there's an Easter egg. She put an Easter egg in the video. So at <laughs> one point uh, in the video, she appears with her hair dyed, but it's dyed pink, purple, and blue. 
precisely in that order, okay. which are, if you don't know, those are the bisexual colors. That's okay. like it's the bi flag. Bi flag yeah, yeah, yeah. is this, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so they were like, look, that's not accidental. Like you don't make a video with countless gay icons in it and, and make your hair that color without trying to basically send a message to people that get it. Also, she could have done a rainbow and then that would have been like the overall all spectrum. Right. right. Very specific. It's, it's very, that, that's exactly right. It wasn't a rainbow. It, you know, it was very, very specific. Okay. People were like, ah, so then they were like, hold on. Is there something more going on with this friend of hers, Carly Klaus? And so that's when they started digging into pictures and if you go back and look at the pictures, it's like, wow, she really is. They really do have some like, you know, and, and, and now that I say that out loud, if you have someone you're around a lot and who's photographed as much as Taylor Swift yeah. is, you inevitably can catch a picture with your best friend. Sure. That you can look at and see a romantic. Mm-hmm. Their fingers looking, are touching. Yeah. Oh, they're all both on the end of a piece of spaghetti. It's like. I will say. Lady in the tramping. If you <laughs> photograph me every day, I might look like I'm fucking my dad. You know, like, <laughs> who knows? Well, yeah, I mean, y- yes. I don't fuck my dad. Let me just go. But it looks like it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'm not, I'm not quite there yet. But, you know, my my daughter turned 13 and I took her out. Uh, it was weird. It was on a Monday, her birthday. They didn't have school that day. So I was like, let's go to dad daughter day. So we went out for coffee and um, she has she has grown up. I mean, I'm sure she's going to continue to get older, but she's gone. She doesn't look like a little girl anymore. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like a teenager. And like I'm, I'm like aware of that time in a, in a dad and their daughter's life where people aren't quite sure what the relationship <laughs> right. is, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what's going? Yeah, that's why you got to get a shirt for your daughter with a finger that says "I'm with Dad," so people always. <laughs> but that know. can still be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. exactly. Because yeah, then women are going to grow up and wear that, uh, right. I'm with, and yeah. they'll put a Y on "I'm with Dad." Daddy. And you're like, this is too much. Right. It's yeah. yeah um, well, so the uh, they looked at this. Now, I think this is one of the best pieces of evidence. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is that? Um, tell me what you guys think. So, so one of the things people say is like, yeah, Carly Kloss and her. Uh, our best friends. And then at one point she like publicly announced that they had broken up as best friends. Oh, weird. <laughs> and then they got back together as best friends. Okay. And that starts to sound exactly like when I was growing up, cause I, I grew up in seventies and eighties. So, before, you know, when, and in the eighties, all my gay friends, all my, oh, yeah. my like women who had a girlfriend who lived in there, they had like a fake bedroom mm-hmm. when their parents showed up mm-hmm. that they would go sleep in, yeah. right? And It was like the opposite of Three's Company where they're like, uh, <laughs> it's like they were, everyone thought they were lesbians, but they were pretending they weren't, or they weren't, but they pretended to be lesbians, it's, so it's, it's opposite for them. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's reverse mm-hmm. Three's Company. I remember I worked with a, a, a woman who was, in my mind, very obviously, I didn't, you know, she wasn't publicly out mm. because she was teaching at a, a religious school where it would not have been acceptable to be out. Yeah. But like in my mind, I'm like, well, she's, she's clearly gay. Mm-hmm. And I went over to her house and her partner wasn't there. And I'm just like, you know, walk, checking her house. Oh, this is awesome. And I, and I try to open this door. She's like, no. I'm like, what is it? She's like, that's Jenny's room. And I'm like, I just, I, just, I can't. 
And I like I she was being so like resistant to it, almost in like a I kind of like oh, forced weird. my way in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that sounds inappropriate, yeah, I was that's like, not. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> we that, might want to put a fart on that yeah. one. <laughs> there we go. No, no, I, I, yeah. I was twenty three at the time. Okay, yeah. all right. And we were. It was somewhat. She was somewhat laughing. Like okay. I knew there was something in there she didn't want me to see. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what it was was it was jam packed with shit, and obviously no one had ever slept oh, in right. that room. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and she thought I was like somehow outing her. I'm like, I don't care. And right. it's been pretty. Like it's not yeah. a. It's not. So Your I think this whole is thing is like, pink, white, and blue. you know, that your best friend, you know, me and me and my girl are just best friends. Is like a very typical way to hide a relationship. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Um, yeah, but I mean, like also, but there's also a thing like at this point for Taylor, she's a big enough and has a big enough following that it's not going to hurt her really to come out. I I agree with you on that. So like what would be the point behind it, I guess? Um, I also had one of my ex-girlfriends went to high school with Taylor Swift oh. uh, in Nashville when Taylor moved to Nashville. And so I mean, the, she was a big prude and like very, she was like, she was so dorky. I'm like, oh, well, it really worked out for her. Yeah, um, yeah. But I don't, I think there's a very good possibility. I think sm- part of it is just really smart. Like, Yeah, that's true too. Yes. Like everyone's... T- She's so secretive in so many ways that everyone's going to keep, she's always going to be talked about. Right, right. right. And um, this feels it more. We're talking about it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And, she, she, and she may not even be doing anything, and certainly may not be doing that's, that's anybody's business but her own. Yeah. But, but this whole theory has emerged as part of this community that, lo- that loves her, wants to embrace her for it, mm-hmm. or at least wants to let her know that if you are. Yeah, I mean, I think there's part of it where, like, there's a big part of the queer community that like does, I mean, there's like groups on this and like, it's a big thing Yeah, where people, I mean, spend their lives getting yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, evidence yeah. on yes, this. Yeah. And I don't know, like part of it's like, what, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the right way to say it. Um, well, you know, one thing that I think is is interesting about it, and, and some people have pointed at the relationship with her and her best friend and the, like what looks to, appears on the surface to be a romantic interest. They say that like we view we often view those as platonic relationships because we live in a heteronormative world. Mm-hmm. And so if, so that what they're saying is if if Taylor was seeing a guy with the same sort of body language and cues, Mm -hmm. the public would automatically assume there was a romantic interest. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. But when, when two men or two women, right. You know, like, like in, in gay male culture, it's like men, men, like the discreet word, like men want to date masculine. Some men want to date masculine, discreet gay men because when you go meet people, it's not yeah. obvious that you're in a gay relationship. Right. You just mm-hmm. think you're friends. You're just buddies like that. Mm-hmm. So like people are saying that's just a, that's just another sign of the heteronormative world that we live in where people don't want to imagine that Taylor and this girl could be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that a kind of an interesting spin on this. 
But yeah. I got some lyrics too. Oh. Oh yeah, there's lots. Um, Does she have one that says I'm gay? Uh, well, that, we wouldn't have to do the podcast. Um, we just write that down. So she has a song called uh, Betty. Yeah. So that's been a big controversy. Yes, because it's a love song between James and Betty. Mm-hmm. I think James cheated and wants Betty back. Mm-hmm. And I know you're thinking, um, well, James is a boy's name, but Betty and James are the names of uh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively's daughters. Mm-hmm. And oh, so weird. James is a, is a girl's name in that household. Mm-hmm. And so people have said, that's a love song about a woman wanting her, her girlfriend back. Well, I think it's creepier that she's writing a love song about two. I know, yeah. two child daughters. Yeah, I was wondering about that too. Well, like, two child sisters. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, yeah, with the name. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's a this little. is a, a this is a, a bigger a, issue. Yeah. <laughs> Originally titled incest. Yes, they changed it to Betty. Uh, well, uh, this one is not about uh, a sexual relationship, but there is a um, about a childhood friendship between two girls called Seven. Do you know the song Seven? I don't know that one. And uh, here's the lyrics. And I think you should come live with me and we can be pirates. Then you won't have to cry or hide in the closet. And just like a folk song, our love will be passed on. Now, people have clung to that language. They're mm-hmm. like, that's a dead giveaway. Right. This is her as a young girl pining for this friend to come out of the closet and just live with her. And like this idea of loving somebody. I'm more right. stuck on pirates don't cry. What is that? I'm sure a pirate cries once in a while. What's the pirate line again? Then you won't have to cry. You, we, you and me, we can be pirates. Then you won't have to cry or hide in the closet. I don't understand. Mm. What's the pirates thing? I don't get that. I you never played pirates. Make believe. Oh, okay. Make believe as kids. Yeah. Okay. I thought pirates, was... pirates are uh, over romanticized. Oh, by, I, by yeah. children. Absolutely. I think it's uh, also piracy was uh, was a refuge for gay men. Oh, was it really? Mm. Yeah. Most people don't know that. No. That. Uh, uh, Piracy was largely comprised of outcast homosexual men who, who were not accepted huh. and therefore fled to non-allegiance and, you know, lived their lifestyle. It's a, there was a movie when I was a kid. It was a, a gay pirate musical. Oh. Um, it was hmm. really good. Um, Are you trying to tell us something, James? No, 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 no. no, no. Um, Don't cry in the closet. Someone's going to do a podcast about this and be like, see, here, Justin's revealing things. Yes. She has a song called Reputation, Mm -hmm. which uh, says, carve your name into my bedpost, because I don't want you like a best friend. Only bought this dress so you could take it off. Take it off. Yeah, Very hot. Yeah. Uh, I got chills. uh, And what people have said about that lyric, but a whole slew of her love songs is that the dominant themes in her love songs, uh, they often contain a sense of, of forbidden, forbidden longing, right? Mm -hmm. Like there, there's this lots of words like, you know, delicate, gorgeous dress, hours, uh, they, they, as one person said, her songs channel the queer experience of living under constant pressure to conceal your romantic desire or relationship from the world at the risk of being shamed or persecuted. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, if nothing else, her songs speak to the gay love story of like this forbiddenness that of desire. And I don't know, your friend went to high school with her. What kind of school was that? Was it like a small Nashville. private, like, like uh, one of those small um, private Catholic or Christian schools or something? I'm really not sure. Um, it was an ex-girlfriend of mine that went to school with her and... I'm going to see what it is. 
We didn't talk a lot. We were drunk having sex a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just happened to come up one night. Um, yeah. By the way, do you know I know Taylor Swift? Ville High Academy before transferring to the Aaron Academy, which the word academy makes me think yeah, these yeah, were yeah, like private. Kind of probably. Yeah. Pro- yeah. And I, I, you know, I don't, I have some experience with uh, private school. And, you know, I think there is a certain image that those schools. Oh, so. yeah, for sure. Where did you go to high school? Um, so I am. I love the laugh, which indicates. Like, <laughs> yeah. get, get ready. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, oh, this is a long one. So I'm very like dis, I'm dyslexic, dyscalculic and ADHD. So I got into special ed. ed in third grade. So I went part-time at the Hill Hill Center, which is in Durham, which is like a half a day program where they do uh, reading, writing, math. Um, mm-hmm. So I would go half a day there and it's a four to one ratio for- uh, Four teachers? Four, four, four students to one, one teacher. teacher. Right. Oh. Four um, teachers to one student. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, that'd be right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so my parents took me out of that in- eighth grade they and they started mainstreaming me and my mom was a found founded a private school okay um called greenbrier academy which ended up going bankrupt like the rest of my family oh no um that's <laughs> all, uh, no that's not awesome but it's like that's a cool that's story. what our next episode yeah. is about yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what really <yeah>. the greenbrier <laughs> conspiracy that sounds like uh, a very uh like uh Netflix it does show yeah. like where it's my like, whole family's a Netflix show. um <laughs> yeah but so superheroes went to Greenbrier right yeah 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 um so Greenbrier and then um I was at Greenbrier and then when I was 15 I got sent away to like like a TTI like a troubled teen you were a troubled teen I was a troubled teen Be- mm. what what was what was the was it was it legit or was it like because some people used to send their kids away when they were gay. And no, like, it wasn't a conversion um, one because I just, I had, I mean, I definitely had all those feelings, but I had. You hadn't come out? At, I had at, no I, idea. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Um, and. How interesting. Yeah. So my, I mean, this is a little depressing, but mine was like, uh, I tried to commit suicide when I was 15 and did like a lot of drugs and drinking and was just, but really just really depressed. I know now I'm bipolar. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. I just start screaming and run out the door. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so got sent to a place called Peninsula Village in Tennessee and was there for 13 months. And like now I'm in like therapy and like trauma coaching and like working, but it's a really, really fucked up place. Like, oh, uh, man. Right, right. The whole troubled teen industry is Yeah, very... I believe it. I believe it's probably a very at-risk population that, and those yeah. at-risk populations are prone for exploitation in different yeah. ways. It's, it's, but, you know, my parents, I don't blame them for it because, like, and I was in a psych ward for three weeks before I was sent there, and the doctor there is telling them, like, if you don't send her somewhere, I guarantee you she'll kill herself within a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm so, so glad like, that they did. And all, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, there's a part of me that's very grateful because I think, my parents are alcohol. I drank a lot at the time, and so like I don't think that they had the ability to care for me the way I needed to be cared for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, had they sent me home, I think that's very possible mm-hmm. that I would have killed myself. But like, you know, wow. But then I got sent somewhere that was really fucked up and did a lot of damage. 
Sure, sure. There wasn't really much of a win. I mean, uh, this this is interesting tough. given our our topic because I I think back to like teenage Taylor Swift, who may or may not have. I don't know what her I don't know what her sexuality is, mm-hmm. and 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 candidly, that's not really I don't really care. Right, mm-hmm. it's not my business. Mm-hmm. It, it, if she is secretly laying into her music, as many artists have, the, their truth because they can't come out and say it directly, then I really feel for Taylor Swift. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that makes, it makes sense to me that so much of her music is about forbidden love and things. Mm-hmm. If it's has a gay theme to it, because you think about con- the country music image. <laughs> I mean, shit, look what happened to the Dixie Chicks for just speaking out against the president. Right. Yeah. Right, where they just oh, we have to call them the chicks. Now, yeah, they're the apparently, chicks. Dixie is a bad word. Yeah, it's a bad yeah. one. See, they sh- I, I did not say that. And I still video. slip up sometimes, and my girlfriend's like, ah, and I'm like, oh. They just just call them the D chicks, like uh, Lady A is now, or Lady Annabelle is now Lady A. Yeah, no, the just D chicks. drop the E, the Dick chicks. Dick chicks. There we go. That's yeah. definitely wrong. I don't think that's what they're going for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard any of the song. <laughs> no, no, no. I stopped listening to it once they insulted my president. Right. <laughs> yeah, they were excommunicated. Yeah, it was crazy. Excommunicated. They got a lot of like death threats. Death threats. Yeah. I mean, a lot of death threats. I mean, radio stations would not play their music. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And they were like So I have a I even do a joke about this song because I was like because I'm obsessed with country music, specifically nineties country, like came up on country music. I love country music and I was like, I would just love for there to be like a lesbian country mm. song, you know? Right. And then Little Big Town put out this song. Didn't Girl- Earl have to die? Isn't that about Yeah, it definitely is. But <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but Girl Crush came out. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh right, right, right. Um, which actually is not about a lady who loves a lady. It's about a lady who loves a man so much she wants to like kiss his new girlfriend so she can taste him. Yeah, that's normal. It's like I'm like that's much <laughs> fucking weirder yeah. than being gay. Yeah, I'd rather hear a uh, song about two kids that are dating. That's second. Put a fart on it. <laughs> Hey, Taylor Swift wrote it. I'm just saying. Secondhand sex? Is that what that is? I don't know, but um, but it, because people were calling in. I think that song came out in like 2015, 2016, and it got banned from a lot of country radio stations really? just because people were calling in and being like, this is gay. My ch- I'm listening to this with my children and wow. and stuff. But it wasn't even a gay song, but just because it was called Girl Crush. Crush. Wow. Right. It was just creepy, which is interesting because that's those... That what you described is the same as Nirvana's I wish I could eat your cancer when you die. It's no different than like, I want to kiss you just to know, to have that taste. It's like, this was a part of you and I want this. I want, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That's that's so interesting. I mean, I remember not, I think it's Katy Perry, I Kissed a Girl, but yeah. there's a an earlier song called I Kissed a Girl that's a folk country song about kissing a girl. Hmm. And 
I guess when Katy Perry came out, they asked yeah. her, like, do you feel like she stole that from me? Like, she's like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. But not really. It's different. Yeah. But that's the only, like, really kind of lesbian, yeah. folky country song that I openly, that I know of. Yeah. Because I think it's, it has this tremendous well, taboo. Yeah. There's um, The How Women, now with Brandi Carlisle, Mary Morris. I'm trying to remember who else is a part of it, but it's um, for... Female country singers. Oh yeah, I saw an interview and with they, them they have last a, week. Um, yeah. they how much? How. how much of the of the country music world do you think is secretly? It's sort of like Republicans, right? Like, yeah. If you go dig far enough, you can find all the oh, different yeah. like Republican, you know, politicians who are part of this secret gay community. I knew. I'm not going to mention her name. I went to uh, grad school with a girl who was the granddaughter of a very, very famous politician who was very, very openly hostile. And she was, she was gay mm-hmm. and had a partner. And we were like fiercely protective of her because we knew yeah. if, when it was, if it came out, it would be national, and eventually was national news. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I, I, I can remember that, like this idea that like there's certain circles where you just can't be open about yeah. this. Is this the guy that was a Raleigh guy? Mm-hmm. And he was... His funeral was at the Five Points Church. Yes. Yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. I mean, what was his name? Say it, Jesse Helms. That's him. Oh yep. God. Yeah. 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 Real pos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was. He was. Um, anyway, so do, do, how much do you, do you think it's? Do you think that there's more people yeah, secret think, in, in country music? For sure. I mean, and if you look at like Shelley Wright, who I love, um, and was pretty big um in like the the 90s early 2000s and then was like outed and then was mm-hmm. banned from all country music um, wow. like ba- ba- banned meaning like like radio station that wouldn't no one yeah. would produce her albums no one Mm-mm. did she switch to a a, a rock thing because that no. would make sense because then you'd be like i'd be accepted by this community why not just do that no i saw shelly perform like uh, right before everything closed down in 2019 or 2020. And um, she talks about a lot. And she was with Brad Paisley for a long time. And she like was. they were engaged. And like she talks about like yes. apologizing to him later on because like she really like broke his heart. But he was kind of more of like a beard for yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it isn't even so like she loves country music and she wanted to be a country music star and she has the talent to be for sure. But so trying to almost convince herself of it or, you know, you want to make yourself be, but she just isn't. Um, Right. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I'm starting to wonder now, like just if, you know, Britney, when Britney Spears, we did, we did an uh, episode on the free Britney Mm -hmm. um, stuff. And, you know, there were definitely lyrics in there where she seemed to be, sort of implanting stories or responding to stuff. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, and I, and I, I guess it would make sense to me that if a young Taylor Swift in a community that would not accept her, who she is cultivates this really highly managed public sort of uh, image that she's finally coming around to a point where she's like with the 2019 video Mm -hmm. where She's like, I don't have to make a statement because mm. there's no obligation to anyone except myself. And if 
and I can live my life and do what I want and not be apologetic anymore about it. Yeah, I mean, she was also told for a long time, like, she couldn't speak out about how much she disliked Trump and stuff right. like that. Oh, yes. like, yeah. oh, well, you have a lot of those supporters that, you know, you know, are big fans. And right. eventually, like, in her documentary and stuff, she's, like, eventually she's like, I don't care. Like, I can't. Right. Yeah. right. I that, can't yeah. put myself on the side of that. That's right. one thing that's always bothered me. I have some friends that are fair, they're famous musicians and one of those, they definitely have fans on that side of the aisle, but they will be like, no, we're all just family. I'm like, yeah, nah. but some of your family's a real piece of shit. Maybe you should yeah. say something. And they never have, which has always bugged me. Um, but you know, they're all about yeah money apparently. Hmm. hmm. I, yeah. I, 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 or maybe they want to see past division and just say, you know, music brings us together. Maybe we should find a way to get along, and maybe that's what their point is. But I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's what is was. It's interesting about this theory is that it's emerging from, like the the first article I read was by a, a very passionate bisexual woman who loves Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and she's looking for almost like I, I want this to oh, be right. true. Yeah. It's, it's it's coming from a fan base that is both openly and proudly gay, but also in love with Taylor, mm-hmm. and sort of like this would be. This would be awesome. Isn't this not like horoscopes, though? It's like, oh, that song tells me that she's gay. Where it's yeah. like, where a straight guy would be like, yeah, straight stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's like you yeah. hear what you want to hear in the song. I yes. mean, that video is hard to deny. You can't deny that. I mean, that, but, that, but that, that, I don't think that, per- I mean, other than like the bi flag hair, like, I really feel like that video was more so of like a, Fuck Trump. Fuck mm-hmm. everybody telling me that I can't oh, yeah. speak mm-hmm. out on the side sure, and sure. say I'm an ally or like, I think that was just more so like her direct way of being like, I'm finally just going to. Um, could it be that she just put those things in there just to push buttons then? Just be like, well, if you think this is a problem, well, I'll show you a bunch of problems and then you can fight over that. Yeah. You know, the yeah. other, I guess the other thing too, and I, I really hadn't thought of this that is that and it kind of harkens back to our conversation on the difference between coming out as bisexual versus coming out as as homosexual whatever or is that bisexuality is a precarious sexuality because mm-hmm. you're not really declaring your love for women as a, or as a guy for men you're saying I'm open to either mm-hmm. so like in that sense it goes back to my thing like once I've married someone who's a woman for 21 years like what what, what, what I don't need to make that statement right, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. I like, cause I, you know, and if you haven't found, you're like, I, I I'm open to dating either. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't, what are you declaring as a bisexual, except for your point about, you know, people that stand against biphobia are like, you should be able to do that and not face any yeah. kind of backlash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, not everyone. And I mean, I certainly, I don't, I could never do it, but I have friends that are in open relationships and, you know, yeah, and to, I, yeah. to each their own. Um, yeah. And I guess that's my point is that Taylor Swift could have a boyfriend and be in a relationship with a man and still put paint her hair in the bisexual flag and be identifying as a bisexual. Of course. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, that's what I'm saying is like, I think that's what's interesting about this is, um, and oddly enough, there's real there's real power in that because, you know, there are parents out there that if Taylor Swift were openly dating a woman mm-hmm. as a bisexual, their kids aren't listening to that. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't want that on the radio. That song's not about a, loving a man. It's about loving a woman. We know mm-hmm. that. But if she's dating a man 
and then paints her hair and bisexuality. Those same parents don't necessarily have, they're not forced into that decision. Yeah. Or I mean, what was the, what was the Jake Gyllenhaal relationship? I mean, that's freaking disgusting. Like she was so young. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He, he was like yeah. really took advantage in every, and I'm like, that's 10 times. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You know, I, there is something to be said for that, you know, that like mm-hmm. that, um, I, I, it's okay to be in a hetero abusive, so, right. right. That's yeah. okay. But right. <laughs> on right. the lines of pedophilia, yeah. <laughs> like relationship. Right. Yeah. But. And, and I certainly have a lot of experience with bisexual women. Um, as I dated, I've only ever dated bisexual women, like mm-hmm. I, women who were lesbians dated me, then went back. Like that's been my whole experience. Every woman I've ever been with for a long period of time has been bisexual. And oftentimes the story goes like this. I knew I was bisexual. I dated this guy. He was a shithead. He treated me like crap. Mm-hmm. And I just found that women were just much kinder and mm-hmm. easier to be with. And so I chose to be with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, but like I, I didn't want to rule out that I would be with a guy at some point because I don't hate men. I just got royally fucked over by sure. yeah. the men yeah. I dated. I mean, I thought I was, I was bi for a long time. Um, it turns out I was just blackout drunk and it's super <laughs> easy. <laughs> you go into a bar and you you want to find someone to have sex with. It's 10 times harder to pick up a woman than it is, I mean, yeah. to pick up a guy. Um, and then, yeah, it wasn't till. Wait, it's I, 10 times easier to pick up a guy. A dude, yeah. A dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, like. I'm surprised you said 10 times. I was thinking like. Yeah, more like a thousand. A th- yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I still identified as bi pretty much until I got sober or well, until like I got with my girlfriend and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the heartbreak I've felt as from relationships ending with women is just, I mean, you can't even compare it to how I've felt like with, Mm. with when I dated guys, um, so yeah, like just like falling in love with a woman and being like, oh, like just like a real like mm-hmm. come to Jesus moment yeah. of yeah, this is how it feels right. Like, hmm. yeah. yeah, this is why you thought about what did you call them when you were a kid? Titters. Oh, titters. Oh, titters. titters. oh I still call them titters. <laughs> titters. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. I love titters. Yeah. yeah. Our our last uh, guest, a very very funny comic out of Wilmington, Julia Desmond. Uh, if, if you've ever heard of her, she has a great joke about being bisexual, mm. and she's like, like it's a fancy way for just saying I'm a I'm a huge slut. She's yeah. like, because I'll fuck you, and it's like, <laughs> and uh, it's it's great, and I, you know I think that that speaks to this whole point that like, on the one hand, Taylor Swift doesn't have, in my mind she doesn't owe anybody anything no. in regards to her sexuality. Right. It's hers. It's hers to, to understand and to learn from if she's signaling in her song, something that, so that her fans will understand. I, I, I think that might be what's going on. And it may just be right. That I, I identify as this, and I, but I, I'm not going to make a statement about it because mm-hmm. I don't have to. And I'll put these coded lyrics in maybe because it just helps sell records. I think that's, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. And I think also that, like, I don't think at this point Taylor would have anything to lose 
mm-hmm. by coming out. Right. Um, sure. So I can't really think of a reason that she no, no, no. really. Right, right. But I mean, it does hurt my heart to think if she is like in a same sex relationship and like she doesn't like that mm-hmm. sucks to have to live like so, yeah, that. I, I yeah, I agree with that. Um, do you think, I mean, the one thing that is, uh, you know, like the, uh, the gay community and I mean the broader gay community, mm-hmm. men, women all across the board, um, they just adore pop divas. Oh my God. Yeah. That's like, true. Like yeah. gay men in particular, gay men in particular, like, the only people I ever know who paid like $2,000 to go meet Britney Spears for 10 seconds and get a picture with her were gay men. Mm-hmm. Always. Why know? is that? <laughs> I mean, they adore Lady Gaga and, yeah. and, I, and, and, and vice versa. I Madonna, Cher. Dolly Parton. Like, yes. like, Gaga. Like, I mean, go, go to a drag show. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. who they're. Yeah, that's right. And it's like, it's, it's this thing and it's like, you know, and. I can imagine where, where like, that's a huge market that like Taylor's like, I, you know, you can't, you can't ignore these. This There's no better fan base. They're Yeah. They have money. Mm-hmm. They're they're They'll travel. They'll go to see on tour. They mm-hmm. love, you know, it's great. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, it's marketing 101. It's like, what is your, what's the fan base that wants the most interaction and most, right. uh, ex- I mean, that's, I think that I think Lady Gaga calls her her fans little monsters. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has a name for these people, and now they feel part of a, what's at Swifties. Everybody's got a community, and if you're part of that, and right. I think that the close knit gay community already has that built in. So it's not like a bunch of just random right. people that kind of have some interests that align. This is just a community that will show up and will be there. So, yeah. do, so. do you think, as a comedian, Ali, that you? Were you, were you, when you started doing stand up in Chicago, mm-hmm. were you, were you out at that point? No, actually I, so I was taking classes at second city. I did second city conservatory and one of my <laughs> friends in the conservatory, um, kind of came to me and was like, I have this secret and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, was like, you know, I voted Republican. <laughs> yeah. I just punch her in the face. Um, <laughs> no, it's just like, I'm, you know, I think I'm, I might be bi or like gay. And I was like, that's crazy. Cause I think that too, hmm. but it was like about them or about you. Yeah. Like, I think about, you're about, yeah, <laughs> about, Both. Both. Um, but it was terrifying. Sure. It was terrifying. I didn't know if I was going to lose my family. Um, I, you know, just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to be pigeonholed. I didn't want to be, now you're a gay comedian. So now oh, yeah. you get booked on female shows and gay shows. And that's, mm-hmm. this was 2009. Right, right. Um, So we flew to New York from Chicago just to go to a lesbian bar. Wow. Really? Talk about, wow. Yeah. I have a whole episode um, <laughs> of coming out stories on my podcast, Y'all Gay, where I tell the whole story. But yeah, we flew to New York. We stayed in a hostel. Crazy. We went to this bar called the Cubby Hole. Great name. Yeah, right. It's it's it's. That's a lesbian bar called. It's the a Cub- lesbian bar. It's still open. Beautiful. It's, right next like, door to Titters. <laughs> <laughs> um and oh, Ricky Lake was there. Oh wow! I, I call it the Pussy Hunt of two thousand nine. Was she? Was she? Is she a yeah. lesbian? No, she's not. Oh, she's not. She's not. Mm. Um. Those glasses threw me off. 
Yeah, she is. She is not. She actually just recently married. A oh, man. she had. A, she had. Yeah, she had a baby, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I mean, yeah. you can have a baby. I, I understand. <laughs> I met with no. this guy. I knew that she had her husband. Yeah. When you come out, they don't take <laughs> your uterus. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, <funny>. lady. <laughs> this is um, reserved. Yeah, it was. It was. That's the cubby hole. That is the cubby hole. Yeah. God, that's awesome. So okay, so when because I'm getting a a follow up to Shane's point about fan base is like. When did you, when did you like, at what point in your comedy career, you've been in it about 10 years. At what point did you start identifying as a gay comedian that like was open in your act about? Um, I think it took me even longer because even though like I had kind of accepted at one point that like at first I thought I was bi and then kind of had accepted that about myself and really wanted to date and be in relationships with women, I was also performing mainly, like my home club and everything was the south side of Chicago. Right, 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 and yeah, I knew this. there's, I mean, there's just a lot more homophobia in the black community. It's just not mm -hmm. as accepted yeah. right, in right. that community. And so I would go on the south side and a lot of these people that I adored and had given me a chance when I came from the south and... I would, and their punchline is gay. Their punchline oh, right, is yeah. fag. They're both right, right, like, yeah. And so, it was as like I don't want to lose this community, but if I come out as this, I, mm -hmm. it's not going to be accepted. Okay. So much. Um, and is that what happened? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. There was a place that I performed, and um. I, I I still love this person very very much, but they told me um, when I started talking about being by on stage that like I I couldn't wow couldn't perform there anymore if I was going to talk about, about that, that. Wow. that wow you know that the audience just wasn't going to accept it that they didn't care and they want me to be happy but that it mm -hmm, wasn't going to mm -hmm. be so that really kind of I kind of crawled back in the closet sure yeah um, but that pushed you to New York. But no, New York came a few years after that. Eventually, I just kind of like was like, I can't do this. Like, I just like, mm -hmm. like I'm not happy. So um, just started performing more on the north side and um, started coming out more and more and talking about it a lot more in my act. And mm. I mean, now I do an hour and probably half of it's about being gay, oh, yeah. you know. Right. So, so that's, I think that's where my question from Shane's point gets to is that from that, from that moment into now, like you have an audience that sp spans the spectrum of people, but you, does, you, you have a, a, a notable gay audience of yeah. people that, that listen to your pod, that go to your shows and identify you as like, here's this person I really like because they speak this truth in a funny way. Your, your comedy is incredibly real and personal, but, but also hilarious. But my question is, it's like Shane's point there. It's a great audience to have. They're fiercely loyal. They love people, you know, like, but when you go home mm -hmm. and perform in places where family or people you grew up with might be, or likely are in the audience, does your material change or do you say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to change? No, it does not change. It does not. You don't, you don't find yourself pulling um, jokes. I think it, it at some point, maybe I did do that some, mm -hmm. um, but no, at this point, no. And like none of my, 
my family's fine that I'm. Yeah, I'm, yeah I, I knew it, that. It, it took, a, I mean, it took a while. Right, um, right. I've like, met your dad and he, he, yeah. he clearly loves and adores you. Oh, yeah. He uh, just, he, I wish he would stop being like, how's your friend? Uh, <laughs> your roommate doing good? I'm like, girlfriend. Girlfriend. Girlfriend Girl. of six years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should, um, you should take him to see, have you taken him to see everything everywhere all at once? No, I should take him. You, um, it's about that very topic. Is that what that movie was about? I was real stoned. And I, I didn't rewatch it. Um, <laughs> I don't think he, he doesn't like really care. I don't know why that's the wording of things. He just gets kind of mixed up on. I don't know. Yeah. My, yeah. my dad had a hard time with my sister when she came out. Just sort of. You know, like saying, like just. Yeah, like ever my podcast co-host um, is from Texas. Okay. Uh, grew up in Texas, is non-binary, originally came Great out. Great state to be from if that's uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. all. <laughs> originally came out like as like a butch <laughs> dyke. Um, and then as, you know, to their parents, like within the last year is like non-binary. They had top surgery. Um, and they have this really funny bit and story that they do on stage about being at like a, a Belks or something in Texas with their dad. Oh. And this um, sales clerk ever goes up to like buy men's jeans. And the sales clerk first says like, yes, sir. And then like looks up and was like, you're not a sir. Oh, man. And like gets really mad. And it's like, you're disgusting and all this Holy stuff. Shit. And like Whoa. Ever's dad like runs <laughs> across the store and is like, you don't talk to my daughter like that. <laughs> it's like, that's almost that. That was almost good. You, you know, yep. yeah. <laughs> your best intention. Don't, yep. don't identify as female, but yep, that's fine. Yes. That's great. Thank you. Dad. Uh, yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Like you're mad at your dad for misgendering you. Yeah. Even though defending. he was defending you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tough to navigate as a parent, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this has been an incredible parallel to this story. I, I, I promise you, I did not intend, I didn't know any of this, but it, like, I, I, I think what your story is, is really what we might be hearing from Taylor Swift and her own, mm-hmm. her own experience as an artist, where she grew up coming to grips with who she is, whether that's just, I'm, I am radically an ally of the LGBTQ community and I'm putting my money where my mouth is and I'm doing like, but like to see her transform this way, that's what the story I think is to me. It's probably my final thought. Is okay. that Yeah. Right? And I think like with me too, like it's like, as you, as I accepted myself, it was also becoming more acceptable within society. Right. right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think it's also cool. Like, this, this is going to seem like a weird statement, but like, I think th- there's a sign of progress that the gay community can kind of, in some ways, dream this way. That like, yeah. like where for so long, people snuck away to different cities to go to gay clubs and mm-hmm. celebrities. And we could, there are countless stories of the old, old days of very, very closeted gay celebrities. But we live in this world now where like, we, you can have a gay fan base who loves you and will be there for you. And it's just... It's a, I guess it's a sign of progress. So yeah. that's my final thought. Okay. Shane. I'll give a final thought and then we'll hand it over to you. Um, you know, I'm such a cynic that I would like to think that, and I know from what I've heard about Taylor, I know just what's been told via media that she's in control of her career and she's very calculating in terms of the direction of her career. So um, I would like to think that this is her true story and that, that she's just leaking this out, but also 
I wouldn't put it past a very calculating person to say this resonates with a fan base. I'm going to put some some mm-hmm. some things in here because I know it sells records, and that's very cynical. And uh, I'd wish that not be true, but mm. it's very much what right. celebrities do. And I don't yeah. think yeah. you become a celebrity. I mean, and honestly, without doing that, if it is good for like, yeah, she did. Smart. I know, smart, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think she's just pushing buttons and pulling strings because she can. I think if she wanted to come out, she would come out. She wouldn't yeah. care. She has nothing that can stop her from doing that. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just, well, you know what? If I just make it a, a kind of secret thing that people can buy into and they think that I'm hiding it, that sells more records than like, I'm just yeah. this person. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But then again, what do I have to know about Taylor? <laughs> you That's know? right. right. I'm sure right. she's tired of everyone talking about her life like they know what it's about, but she keeps putting those seeds out there. Right. Yeah. I uh, recommend the documentary, guys. Is it good? That's a, that, yeah. It was really good. When did it come out? Um, I feel, It was either like right before lockdown or like during. During, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. All right, I, okay. I'm going to watch the documentary and I'll message you and watch Sally. Watch it with your kid. Oh, there you go. My daughter loves Taylor Swift. There you go. And I'm, I, I've not talked to my daughter about this because she's been at summer camp. It's like the first thing I'm going to talk to her when oh, she gets yeah. home because I'm like, hey, we just did a podcast. Yeah. She, you know what? She has a, um, you gave me a sticker with the lesbian, like the rainbow yeah, boots, yeah. boots. My daughter, is it on here? I don't oh, know. Oh, I have more and I brought y'all gay stickers too. Oh, yes. Okay. She loves that sticker. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere in prominent in her life. Oh, that's and so she cute. will love the fact, like my wife does, that I did this pod with you. Oh, so. oh yeah. Do you have a final thought on, on this whole thing? On Taylor? Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know if she is. I don't know if she isn't. No matter <laughs> I, I'm hooked. I really don't. I really don't. I love her. I love her no matter what though. Yeah. Love people no matter what. Absolutely. That's the message. Yeah. I, I, I I that's a great final yeah. thought. So we will uh we will thank you once again. Where can people find you, follow you? Oh, um on Instagram, Twitter, all those things. Um, at a country Clayton, um, and uh, my podcast is called Y'all Gay. You can find it anywhere you can find podcast, and on Instagram and all social media. We're at Y'all Gay Pod. Great, awesome, and uh, thank you all for listening. This has been Conspiracy Beer. Me, I'm Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith, and this was Allie Clayton. Peace. Peace.